welcome back everybody after another random week hiatus uh we we are back with another episode of gas on the right with dan allen so we will jump into richmond a good clean richmond race old-fashioned all green flag except for the stage cautions and one caution uh who was it noah Gragson wrecked daniel suarez yeah noah wrecked daniel suarez uh, slid up into out of four or uh, into three and suarez spun on four and was just in traffic there's nothing they could do had to throw the caution uh i loved listening to the radio between chris busher and his father of like what's the strategy here and he's like well we go to the inside, then he can't do what he's done to uh, so many people this year. <laughs> Restart yeah. with Denny on his outside. So, I tell you what, if yeah, I was, did you see uh, Larson drive pick. right through Hamlin? <laughs> oh yeah. All right, three laps down, driving right through him. Loved it. Loved everybody. Mm-hmm. So, and it, from how hard he hit him, he was trying to send. Mm-hmm. So, apparently. I think that did get reviewed, but obviously nothing came of it. Um, but uh, but yeah, just kind of, you know, get what goes around comes that's, around. And that I is what we like to call. Good. That can be chopped up as a uh, short track racing. Short track racing. Short track so, racing. But um, but yeah, no, I would definitely. I'd say that's not the for sure. So. There, there's there's more to come between Lar- Larson has lost two races this year off of Hamlin's bumper. Hamlin. Yeah. So I would uh, I think Hamlin is having the best season thus far for a championship push wise that he's had in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's uh, not made friends doing well, here's how I look at it. How many races did Chase Elliott lose off the bumper of Kyle Larson last year? Yeah. I mean, that's very true. It's pot calling the kettle black. Oh, 100%. I mean, you look at that, you look at the Bubba incident. I mean, if you look at the Bubba Wallace incident in Las Vegas last year and compare it to the Kansas at or even the Pocono incident, I mean, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Larson left him a singular lane. Mm-hmm. That lane may not have any grip or anything in it, and if you got dirt on your tires and they're not clean, you're gonna go. You're gonna send yourself, but it is a lane. I mean, the car can fit there. That is classified as a lane. <laughs> so, again, the I was the same way with Kansas. I thought it was a good move. I thought it was really hard racing. I honestly thought that Denny had the better car too. At that point, um, so, and I don't really disagree with what happened at Pocono. You know, the only—I mean, it, the replay that I saw—it looks like if he did touch him, it was barely. Yeah, and I mean, benefit of the doubt if he looked right there, it's—he's not going to catch him again. And he's yeah, he's going to lose the race. You're racing for the win. You gotta like what it. What does Larson think he's gonna do? He did the exact same thing that Larson would have done. Yeah, I mean it's it's the same, same scenario, same situation. It's just kind of that's what it is. I mean, yeah, you can't get mad yeah. that you're raced how you race. 
Yeah, the the only thing that I would say that sucked for Larson out, out of Pocono, he didn't get the finish. Finish 20th. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what stings more than just as much as losing the race. Um, again, I think he had a car at Pocono one. But the other thing is, is maybe pick a better spot or don't try to don't try to push him down either you know mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a two-way street on that and again everybody really here's here's another thing to take into account about pocono toyota 600th win in a nascar series denny hamlin's 50th win and the record-breaking seventh win at pocono yeah, really it's his eighth win Technically eight. Due to due yeah. to technicality. <laughs> and to technically his fifty first win. <laughs> yeah. So don't put tape underneath your wrap. <laughs> yeah, I bet you Larson was like, check the nose, check the nose. <laughs> <laughs> so but I mean if you look at it from an act from the statistical standpoint that it was, that was a six hundred, a fiftieth, and a seventh. Very uh, that was a milestone and if you listen mm-hmm. to Denny Hamlin's podcast you know that that's what he wanted to do is he wanted to win it somewhere important and he had mentioned Pocono so and he had another really strong day at Richmond Sunday another day um, with his Richmond finish of second he has now come to 39 points in the regular season championship by mm-hmm. Martin Truex Jr. So, yeah, the Toyotas did not start off super hot, but they. And it's hard to pick, it's hard to bet against a Toyota every weekend now. I mean, I wouldn't bet Reddick because he's going to qualify on the pole or somewhere up front, and then either his pit crew is going to cost him the race, or he's going to do something dumb and cost himself the race. Yeah, totally uh, missed the box. Bubba's just been there, you know. Bubba has had the most consistent season of his career thus far. I would say. Yeah, I mean, he's already, he's, what, two weeks ago, he was three points above the cut line or right below it. Now he's 57 above. Yeah, uh, he was, he was, uh, last week, Pocono, uh, I think he left Pocono 22 points above. And he's almost locked himself in at this point. I mean, absolutely stellar year. Four top fives six top tens. He doesn't have any wins or stage wins, but I mean, he's consistent. Mm-hmm. So that's what you need. I mean, that's what look at, look at RFK, for example. We'll, we'll get on to them in a minute, but they've been consistent. This they've been consistently good or consistently bad, but they have been. Consistent. And Brad Keselowski, four top ten, nine top fives, three stage wins. Chris Buescher, one, uh, one Richmond, four top tens, nine, Four top fives, nine top tens, and one stage win. I mean, yeah, consistency uh, is key. The next time Brad Keselowski starts leading a lot of laps, I'm gonna go ahead and just go ahead and place my bet, my bet on Chris Buescher winning the race. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the theme of that. Mm-hmm. Look back at Bristol last year, Richmond Sunday. You know, Brad led all those laps at Bristol. Boom, blew a tire. And then Sunday at Richmond, let all those laps, bad pit stop. Yep. And Changed the not, whole game. Not his crew either. 
wasn't his crew's fault. That was just Brad. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um, speaking of pit stops, so I did want to touch on this because it was pretty awesome. The new record pit stop was set Sunday. I don't know if you I'll saw pass. that. I did not see that. All right, so guess the seconds, and I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you over or under. I'll let you guess the crew. Eight point seven seconds. How much? Eight point seven. Lower. Eight point five. Eight point five four. Oof. Austin Dillon. Nope. Uh, Byron. Nope. Chastain. It's not a crew that's been. It's a crew that's been consistent this year, but they haven't been one of the fastest. Crew, I don't think. Manufacturer. Toyota. Hmm. Bubba Wallace's crew? Nope. JGR. Crew X. Nope. Gibbs. Yes. Ty Gibbs pit crew with record setting pit stop of 8.54 seconds. Four tires and fuel. Fast. Dude, I watched the video of it. They they clicked on all cylinders. By time I wonder how many spots ready, he gained off that. Oh, dude, I, I couldn't tell you, but the the time the car was bouncing in the air from the jack going up, the new tires were on the car and the jack was dropping on both sides. So mm. the, the video that they posted, one of the videos I think JGR posted, was of the Jackman's camera, his, his, uh, his helmet camera. And, I mean... It was insanely fast. <laughs> but, I mean, we've talked about strategy and pit crews being make or break. That's, that's a make or break thing right there. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a fast pit stop. Well, I mean, if he gets into the playoffs, that's something that could help move him out of 16 to the 12. Or I don't think he'd make it to the round of 8, but that could be... definitely get him out of 16 to 12. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it's going to be interesting to watch, too, because, you know, he's on the he's he's the next driver. He's first driver out right now. 18 off the bubble. 18 off the bubble. Pending no new winners. Pending no new winners. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun to watch because we got two road courses and two guys on the bubble are really good road. Well, I would even I would even say. Uh, Gibbs is a good road course racer. Almondinger, Suarez, Elliott. Yeah, I mean, in in all reality, Bubba's not. I safe. wouldn't discount. <laughs> I wouldn't discount Austin Sendrick. I mean, he's had a crap year, you know, which he did last year too. He just won the Daytona 500. That's the only thing that. That's the only reason he was there, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, so, let's see here. I don't see anybody else that I think could upset. I mean, maybe, maybe Chase Briscoe at a road course, an Indy road course. Just keep this in mind. The Indy road course last year, Austin finished second. Yeah. So, I mean, that's someone to, someone to keep an eye on for show. I mean, I would look for all the Penske cars to be fast at Indy Road Course because their boss owns the place, so they better be bringing their A game, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that's factual. I mean, you got two of those guys locked in. It's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Michigan this weekend. Wild card. Uh, the East Coast Auto Club, per se. It's going to be a good race. Um, I'm excited. I, know. I wish they had more horsepower because I remember them going like 212 miles an hour into the corner there. You know? Yeah. Now they're probably going to be going like 195 most at most. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's going to be like, it's going to be a whittle. I want to see them go fast because really at Michigan now, all they got to do is when they go in, if they're at the very top, blip the throttle for just a second and well, get back on it. You know? Yeah. Well, at least that's how it works for me in eight <laughs> five. <laughs> yeah, just just pop off a little bit and then take off. Let out and take out and take off. But yeah, Richmond though, Chris Busher locking himself in already pretty much in playoffs. He was one twenty plus up. Oh yeah. Of the cut line. Um uh, so guarantees his spot in the twenty twenty three NASCAR playoffs. Congratulations to him. Um RFK as a whole. That's a round of eight right now. Yeah, both they, of them. They are clicking on all cylinders. So you know what's crazy to me though? Hmm. I was just looking at the point standings. There is no one outside the top 16 in driver points that has won a race. Even Ricky Stenhouse is in the top 16 in driver's points. Really? Yep. So He is eight points ahead of Bubba Wallace in driver's points. So there's not a single person outside of the top 16 in driver's points that isn't that hasn't won a race. Or there's nobody outside of the top 16 that's won a race, should I say. Fun fact for the episode. So, yeah, it's... Got it. The other thing, though, is... So there's not really been any... Yeah, there's not really been any upset winners, per se. Because I'm looking through here. Truex has 18 playoff points. Byron has 22. Hamlin has 14. Bush has 17. Larson has 13. Chastain has 10, Bell 7, Blaney 8, Logano 8, Reddick 9, Busher 6, Harvick 1, Stenhouse 5, uh, Keselowski 3, and then Bubba Wallace and Michael McDowell don't have any currently, but uh, Elliott's got 1, Bowman's got negative 5, <laughs> uh, Cindric has 1, Almarola, Priest. Ryan Priest had a pretty good day yesterday, or not yesterday, Sunday. Really a uh, uncharacteristic good showing for Stuart Haas. Yeah, just to touch on what you were saying a second ago real quick, though. Um, only four stage wins between the driver's 16th down all the way to 44. So drivers that started a race this season. Four mm-hmm. stage wins. Between, what, 20, 22 of them? Yep, just Elliott, Cindric, Almarola, and Priest. So, That's what I'm saying. Like the top sixteen are the top sixteen. Yeah. Like there's there hasn't been any surprises at all. I mean, you might you might say Stenhouse winning the five hundred is is a surprise, but he's still 
14th in driver's points. You know, he'd still be, if it, even if he didn't, he'd still be locked into the plate or not locked in, but he'd still be above the cut line. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta look at that fact of it, you know? I mean, these guys are performing and I mean, you take away his, like you said, he still has seven top tens, two top fives mm-hmm. this season. So, and then the 500, of course, but mm-hmm. you can't discount them. It's it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. They only have really a specialty for plate races, per se. I'm but, gonna, okay, he makes it through the, to the round of eight or the ones, Talladega's in, in the round of eight or no, it's in the round of 12. Yeah, Talladega's round of 12. Yeah, but he makes it through the first round, gets to Talladega. I'm pr- he's won a Dega before, hasn't he? Uh, I'm pretty sure he has. Yeah, so, I mean, boom, but, round of eight. Not a person you'd expect to see in the round of eight. Yeah, that could advance. I mean, you're you're talking, you take that on top of his into the round of eight, there's still a good chance that he could get into the final four. He could be, I don't think so, but it, there's an off chance he'd be a sleeper playoff contender or championship. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to happen with the rest of the field. So Las Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville, he's probably a 10 to 20th place runner, but you can't have two bad races if you're in the playoffs. So you can't really have, you can't spare one battery, really. Yeah, you got to, like, but that's what I'm, I mean, that's a good point. Like, the way that the top 16 is right now, those legitimately are the 16 best guys. You, if you want to advance, don't have a, don't have an off day. If you have, like, there's no way that the way things are playing out this year, that Chase Elliott could sleep his way to the championship four like he did last year. Yeah, I mean, he basically punched his championship ticket in the regular season with his stage mm-hmm. win and his five five wins wins i think he had five wins before the playoffs uh, and then he i think it was five yeah what was it dover nashville atlanta i forget the other two but i mean you take the five wins and then Talladega in the playoffs. That was that really sealed him to the championship fours when he went to Talladega. So but this year the way it's the way it's playing out this year, it's consistency. Consistency, consistency, consistency. And the top sixteen have been consistently up front when it matters. I will say this the guy that has not been throughout the race is Michael McDowell, but he's been playing it smart by collecting the stage points, collecting the collecting the top fives, the top tens. I mean, five top tens, one top five, and his top five was Spring, Richmond, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it's all due to playing the strategy. So it's another aspect that we don't, we've never gotten to see really play out. In the Gen 6 era, you'd never see a strategy game play like that. Mute your mic. Are you still there?
Hello. I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I got to get a new cable for my mic. <laughs> so, but no, just with that, I mean, you can't, you heard what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you can't, I mean, it's something that you haven't seen in the in a long time is a strategy play working in playoffs because you still had to be consistently up front but mcdowell hasn't been consistently up front up front but he's been there to where he put yeah. himself in the place yeah, he's been close enough to where with how many late race cautions we've had they're like all right two tires or we're staying out and just hope for the best and it's worked out besides i mean this weekend was an example of it going south because he kept Fallen back, and Martin Truex turned his nitrous on to kind of limit the bleeding and made his call work. I don't know how McDowell's just his car must have just went away too soon. Yeah, I mean, and that all comes down to setups and time, so on and so forth. You're looking at a at a billion dollar team versus a hundred million team. I, I don't think those numbers are accurate, but it's just a kind of a representation, you know. So I know what you mean. But it's like it's like uh, putting Alabama against the HBCU college. <laughs> yeah. Except the HBCU coming out a little bit on top sometimes. So. But it's. I mean. I, I'm very happy to see how this has gone because it's brought in it's brought in a new player. A new aspect and something has worked. So because the rest of those guys in the top, uh, the rest of those guys that are sitting in the playoffs right now, above the cut line, have been pretty consistently front or top ten to top twelve. Every week it seems me. like <laughs> my cat's dreaming, and I thought it was one of the kids waking up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, you you look like guys that aren't locked in. We'll look at those guys, guys that don't have a win that are above the cut line. Kevin Harvick, where do we always find him every week? Uh, I don't know. He's been a little inconsistent here recently. Well, overall, he has 10 top 10s, 16 top 5s. So 16 out of 22 races and up front finish. In the are you serious? Yeah. He has 16 top fives? No, he has six top fives and 10 top tens. Okay. Okay. So 16 okay. total races, 16 top tens, basically. So, I mean, you look at. Are you Brad sure Kislev, about that? Unless they I thought that. I thought they count. I thought they count top. If it's a top, if you're in the top five, they also count that towards your top 10 column. I thought it'd be two separate columns, but I, I guess it doesn't have them as one. Either way, almost half the races he's finished in the top ten. If you yeah. if you go off the ten, um, we will go down to Ross Chastain. Oh, he's got to win. Sorry, Brad Keselowski. Nine top tens. All right, Bubba Wallace, six top tens. Michael McDowell with five, and Gibbs on the cut line six. 
or right below the cut line was there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, these guys have been consistent. Because you look past that, there's there's not as much. There's a little bit, not much. But, again, I, I'm just enjoying the strategy calls. I love watching um, the 34 team just come up with quirky ways to find their way to the front at the end of the stages and at the end of the race. Uh, I guess Chase Elliott has drove himself back into the maybe he could make it on point situation. He's only 40 out now. And he is a great road player. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, he's got the he's got the chance. Yeah, do you think we, do we said? Well, one week we'll say I think he can do it, and then he'll crap the bed the next week, and we're like, well, I guess he's not going to make it. I think he's going to have to win. And then the next episode, here we are again, and he gained a bunch of points on the cut line, and we're like, oh, maybe he can do it again. I don't know. <laughs> I'm tired of saying <laughs> yes or no. I don't know. <laughs> he, yeah. uh, if we say he can do it, he won't. If we say he won't do it, he will. I'm just going to say, I don't know. <laughs> it's a possibility. So well, Everybody that finishes below him in the points, though, should be like, wow, I suck. He missed seven races and still finished ahead of me in the points. <laughs> so Everybody below him should be like, oh, what are we doing wrong? Besides being in Hendrick equipment. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, let's look at this as well. Um, so he's a good super speedway racer. He's a really good super speedway racer. He's a great road course racer and in his 12 starts at michigan he has averaged eighth place finish eighth flat 8.0 yeah he uh no if he don't if he doesn't make any mistakes he's i think i'm i'm probably gonna regret saying this because then he's gonna do bad next week but i think if he just can stay consistent and get the finishes that get top five i don't even if he just can get top fives the next four weeks and get some stage points at the road courses and stuff, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, he's just he's really just got to kind of get past McDowell. That's the key. Maybe even Bubba, since there's two road courses. You know how he gets at road courses. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to be... That's going to be pretty bad. Uh, that could be... That could be detrimental to the season that he's putting together. So, but I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks to watch. So, cause right now, I mean, honestly, if you were going to pick somebody for Michigan, probably be Harvick. So just with, I mean, he's got six wins there in his career. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's all right. He's pretty decent there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's where he had his comeback last year. Getting into the playoffs, you know? Mm-hmm. Richmond and then back-to-back with Richmond and uh, Michigan. So Also be on the lookout for Bubba Wallace. He had what looked like could be a winning race there, too, at Michigan last year. Bubba is really starting to show his true potential on the intermediates. Mm-hmm. So... And it's great to see. So I love watching another 
goaltender come into play, especially with the playoff, how it's set up, playoffs are set up right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you got Darlington, Kansas, Texas, Charlotte, Las Vegas, Homestead. So that's one, two, three. Sorry, take away Charlotte. One, two, three, four, five intermediates out of 16 races. Mm-hmm. Or 10 races. I don't know why I said six. Out of 10 races. Half of them are. And then and another one of them is Speedway, so he's stronger at Super Speedway. There you go. Mm-hmm. I mean. Not bad at short tracks. The Toyotas no. seem to be really good at the short tracks. Yeah. It's it's going to be a fun couple weeks to see how this playoff shakes up. So, and see see where everybody ends. Because, I mean, the odds of us having an oddball winner are, are probably, I'd say, one in four. Or one in four. I would say we may have one oddball out of these four races. They could shake everything. Mm-hmm. So an oddball, I'm not talking about a Chase Elliott coming in and winning a race. Of course, I'm talking about a Alex Corey Bowman, LaJoy at Daytona. Austin Cindric, Eric Amarola, Ryan Priest, Corey LaJoy, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones. So oh, Gregson. <laughs> <laughs> if he could turn it around. He would have to win in every single round, I think. To, to oh make... yeah, yeah, he'd be a <laughs> yeah. He'd have he'd have to have a Christopher Bell like playoff run to yeah. advance through. I heard this insane stat yesterday. Out of the twenty-two races, which is only race twenty-one, so out of the twenty-one races he has ran this year, only four of those races has he finished on the lead lap. That's very believable. Because and he's he ran DNF like dog six crap. times. And you know the yep. unfortunate news for him on that one? What's that? Currently, it's looking like John Hunter Nemechek was going to land the 42 next year. Oh, yeah, I sent you that. You did send me that. Yep. So, Noah is really on the hot seat. Also, early congratulations to Ty Gibbs rookie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder would he still win it if Gregson made the playoffs and he did. Cuz doesn't it go off points? Cuz then Gregson would have 2000 points, you know. Yeah, and I mean, is that a possibility? Yes. Would you make a lot of money in Vegas off of that? Yes. Would I put my money on that? No. <laughs> no. Now, if I eat my words in four weeks, I'm cool with that. So, yeah, I like I mean, Noah Gregson. Oh, I think he's awesome. I love, I love his persona. I love his personality. I love how he carries himself. I love his, the just the, um, I almost said exorcist, but <laughs> it's not exorcist. The extrovertness of him, um, I think is really good for the sport, and. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not like a butthole to his fans. I remember in Phoenix, no. you're like, "Can I get a picture?" He's like, "Yeah, hurry up, catch up to me. I gotta be somewhere, but we'll take one." Yeah, I mean, he was cool as could be. I mean, just to really from watching interviews with him, uh, watching 
watching his interactions and everything, and also watching him last year in the series. I mean, he's just kind of a he's he's a good personality. He'd be one of the boys, as as how you could classify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he personifies puke and rally. <laughs> Facts, <laughs> like legitimate. Dude, imagine how much he'd throw up if he won a cup race to get in the playoffs. <laughs> I hope he got that fixed. So, yeah, no, I hope so, too. But, yeah, I'm... So there's... Oh. We're just going to dive into silly season. here. So we got to start with one president. Let's let's start here. I need president. Yeah, who? what's president? Trump or Biden? <laughs> <laughs> So be careful answering that. We might get our podcast taken down. Yes, <laughs> there is a there was a landmark deal that hit two weeks ago, um, right before Pocono, and that was Justin Haley leaving college racing at the end of the year to go drive the. I don't think they confirmed the car number, but he's going to drive for Rick on a multi-year. That's probably the only way he was going to have a ride next year. Well, I will say this, and I'm not saying that Justin Haley is A-tier Cup Series talent, but you've seen what Ryan Newman's done with that car. You see what, you've seen what, um, who else drove it? Uh, Chandler Smith, hasn't he been a couple times? Uh, Cole Custer. Cole Custer. Seeing what those Hadn't guys... done that great in the... Uh, really, the two the guys that have been doing good in the Rick Ware cars have been Newman and Yaley, JJ Yaley. JJ Yaley's been pretty consistently all right in them too. So, but I mean, I think that finishing on the lead lap would be the first overall goal, but I think Justin Haley could possibly do that. I mean, he's had a pretty yeah, okay sure. season with Colleague this year, too. <laughs> I said okay. I didn't say great. I mean, he's 23rd in points, 70 off the cut line. If you want to play a game, Alan. What's the game? All right. We're going to play hot seat drivers. Who replaces them? All right. All right I got one for you. T.Y. Dillon. All right, so on the hot seat, who replaces him? Yep. Carson Hostovar. Hostovar, I think so, too. I so, think he's going to skip Xfinity. I agree. With how he's ran in Xfinity. Not. All right, you give me a hot seat, driver. A.J. Allmendinger. A.J. Allmendinger. Who replaces the dinger? Yes. I don't think they're going to get rid of AJ. <laughs> AJ will replace himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to be honest, to I don't. I don't. Who are they going to? Yeah. Who are they going? Thirty-one car. Yeah. So, if my silly season about Nemechek to the forty-two is correct, I'm going to say Gregson to the thirty-one to get the exact same results as Haley. All right. More than likely. So I got a question. Why would you go Gregson for Austin Hill being promoted? Gregson's experience in the cup car 
the Xfinity card. I didn't really give any. And they would probably take, honestly, Colleg would probably take Chandler Smith over Austin. But here's the thing. I don't think Chandler Smith is ready for cup. Is the kid good? The kid's good. But he's still got Ford guy. He's going to be in a Ford. Uh, yeah. I'll come back to him in a minute. <laughs> maybe, maybe they just sell it to uh, Trackhouse so SVG can have a charter. That was something that I was definitely looking at. Um, I, I, so I found this article by NASCAR Australia, and it's not a credible source that I could tell saying that he was getting his information from a credible source um, from somebody in Nashville or in Charlotte. But um, apparently, Justin Mark signed SVG to a 2024 option. Um, there were, suppose, which I wouldn't doubt Trackhouse is working to secure a third charter um, and funding. I would assume that SVG may bring some funding. Um, mm-hmm. But this is kind of why I brought up AJ. He was in this post, so as uh, he'll be need he'll need to run a fully funded car for the deal to be put together. But AJ stepping back from running Cup in 2024 to run more full time in Xfinity in 2024 to take a management role, colleague, um, and then um, Trackhouse lurking to buy a third charter maybe. Leasing a charter from colleague to give SVG because SVG has said that he is leaving um, supercars this year. Supercars. He's, he's he's coming to race in a NASCAR series. Another thing is he may have an Xfinity ride and possibly with the eight with whom? or uh, the nine car. Yeah. yeah. So because that's another guy who's just had a crap year. Brendan Jones has had a crap year. Nothing has gone right for them. Yeah, and there's there's talks that they're um so obviously they're losing Josh Berry Cup. He's going to Stuart Haas, the four car. There's talks that and there's going to be movement garage. Another driver is leaving JRM, but it's not going to be for a cup ride. It's going to be for another Xfinity ride. And my assumption. Yeah, I don't think Allgaier is going anywhere. Uh, or, I think Sam Mayer's good where he's at. I, it would have to. I think Sam Mayer just brought himself back by winning last weekend. Correct. So, but see, and that's also what makes me fuel the AJ thing more too. Is he did not? He's on the playoff bubble. Only what twenty two points out, and yeah, AJ's had a decent year. I wouldn't even say he's on a hot seat. But no, no, no. Look at it this way: they didn't practice or qualify at Rich, so that he could go around the Xfinity race at Run America. Yep, he just he said it a bunch of times. He just wants to have fun. Well, that's why I think up is because I don't think he's having fun. Oh no, it can't be fun to run like crap. Yeah, where if he's in college equipment, he's in championship equipment in the city series. Mm-hmm. 
So, but that's just that's just a little bit of a silly. Um, but yeah, I would agree with John Hunter. Name a check to the two. I think Austin Hill to thirty one, and I think Josevar goes to seven. I think mm-hmm. that Noah doesn't have a ride. Driver on the hot seat. Ooh. The tin car. Uh, Miguel. All right, and who goes 34? Zane Smith. Okay. I agree with that. 19 car. Truex. I don't think he retires. He's having way too good of a season. Points leader right now. Not going anywhere. Yeah, but after his win at New Hampshire, something different there. <laughs> so, I I could see him leaving the car. I mean, maybe he wants to go out on a good season. Maybe that's why he came back this season because he's like, I can't have a crap season like I did last year and retire because it's going to make me look washed, you know? So maybe he's yeah. going to be like, I'm going to go out on top. Yeah, I want to go out a champion or a contender. And right now he's a contender. Mm-hmm. He's a championship four favorite. So yeah. him and Byron, you can guarantee him for right now. Mm-hmm. So I would say... Rex retires. I take back my comment and put Graxon in the team. I don't know if I don't know. If, I think Who else is ready? John, John Hunter. But if John Hunter dra- signs with the forty-two, getting too antsy, what are you going to do at that point? If I was John Hunter, I'd hold my horses. Do you hold your horses and maybe not get a cup ride at all? Who else are they going to pick? Out of the Toyota drivers. Well, Sammy that's, Smith's not ready. That's my whole thought. On he goes ahead and takes the new car. If, which I, again, I'm not saying this, but you know, Noah Gregson was in the Toyota development program. And he obviously has talent as a race car driver with eight wins in Xfinity last year. Correct. So, I mean, he has just had a abysmal season. So far, yeah. If it could go wrong, it went wrong. Yeah, literally. Here's every. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs are pretty bitter rivals with each other. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Granddad's gonna hire him. <laughs> so, I mean, that could be the thing that keeps him from that job, but. Again, I'm just I'm just that, some facts out there. You know, it's silly season for a and, reason. <laughs> and that might be the thing that gets him the boot out of the 42. It's like, oh, they're coming to the Toyota camp. He's like, hey, granddad, won't you put in a word to Toyota that we don't want Noah Gregson in the Toyota camp? <laughs> yeah. I doubt it, but you know, you never know who people really are. Yeah. So I mean, that was just kind of a prediction for me. On that one, it's a possibility. Possibility. I don't see anybody else to get or go after. So, yeah. I mean, 
And if that's the case, they're left scrambling. That would be a good at least one year trial. So while they prep maybe Sammy Smith or somebody else for that ride. And just know it kind of becomes a uh, filler for a season. Yeah. Well, one guy that's not going nowhere is my man, Corey LaJoy. He signed a multi-year extension with Spire Motorsports. So he is locked up, and I see that Spire team. I see that Spire team in the playoffs next year. Yeah, I mean, that's a... They're doing a lot better this year than they were last year. Last year, they weren't even in the top 30 in points, but he's had a night. The last couple of weeks, he's just had some crap finishes, some crap luck, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, he's still he's still sitting overall 27th in points, 114 off the cut. With four races to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's possible he's going to the playoffs this year. That's that's yeah, my prediction yeah. for next year on that one. I think that they make the playoffs. So, yeah, he's. I mean, he was holding strong in the top twenty in points there for the longest time, but I mean, it started to show that Spires that three star team, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I think they could turn it around to a two star team. So I really do. But it's it's gonna take again some more development, more time, just some more overall everything. But do you have anybody else for the hot seat, or you want to start with our run into our Michigan picks? All right, uh, I don't really want to talk about the picks, so we'll keep going with the hot seat. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Harrison uh, Burton. Now that could be a ride for no. Hasn't driven a Ford yet. He is not, but he looks like he's about to be a freelancing comedian. Um, no, I'd probably say Harrison. Harrison Burton has. 90 more points than Noah Gragson does. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Paul Custer or Riley Hurt? The 21? Yeah. All right. What about Ryan Priest? Nah, he's staying in the 41 car. Yeah, he's... Tony's little boy, so I think he's safe. Another guy that's probably safe just because of the people he knows, but probably shouldn't be safe because he's had a crap year as well. Chase Briscoe. Um, I would say Cole Custer. Yeah. I think Stuart Haas, the way their years went, they just need a complete new drivers everywhere. Honestly, the way their years went. Yeah, Fire just, everybody and start from scratch. Yeah, just start or, over. Or sell your other three charters, make a crap ton of money, and just focus on Josh Berry at the point. 
It's the way to do it. Or keep or keep Briscoe in the fourteen, and just boom, just can consolidate to where you're not too spread out. Yeah, just just bring it, reel it back in, reel it back in. Uh-huh. So, I think that's all of our drivers, though. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, you could argue Todd Gilliland, but if and Austin, I would even consider Austin Cindric a hot seat driver. Besides the fact that you know his dad worked for Roger Penske. Well, the other thing about Cindric is who is who could replace that would be better. Well, I mean, that's the big problem is what we listed eight hot seat drivers, five of them are four drivers. There's not, there's in the Xfinity series, there's Riley Herbst, Cole Custer. And I mean, you got Ryan Sieg and Kyle Sieg, but they're less. I mean, we're just, I'm, we're being honest, you know? And then in the truck series, I mean, you got all the Thor sport people, you know, like Ben Rhodes, um, Christian Eckes, DJ Majeski, Matt Crafton. Yeah, yeah, Ty Majeski, uh, Matt Crafton's a truck series guy. He's not going anywhere. Oh, yeah, no, he's there for life. Uh, who else? <laughs> no. <laughs> she just needs to get out of the truck series. She really does. So, but no, I would definitely. I could. I could see Thane Smith taking the twenty-one, but if the if the thirty-eight, if they boot Gilliland, I could see Harrison possibly bumped for Gilliland, except for the fact that Harrison brings money where Todd does not. Yeah, yeah, he's yep. He'll just end up going and being a Toyota driver in the truck series for his dad. So, well, I think that we are out of hot seats and we have to address the elephant in the room. Would you like to? You can talk about it. So we are currently on a one, two, three, six, seven race win streak. I have closed the gap. To one point in our race picks, being ten to nine, with my Pocono pick Byron over McDowell, and my Richmond pick Truex over Gibbs. So Michigan, hmm. my friend. For Michigan, <clears throat> I'm gonna pick Kyle Busch. Kyle Rowdy Bush. Matt Bush. Solid. solid. Very solid pick. Um, I am going to continue with my sentiment from earlier. The six time admission winner, Kevin Harvick. I hope his mind blows. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> I hope his motor blows. <laughs> So, Honest well, to God, it seems like everybody that I've picked has had like some kind of mechanical issue or crash the past seven weeks. Let's see here. Busher at Gateway was well, your well, last one. So you had, uh, well, I had no. Busher at Sonoma, you had Almond. Um, and then I had Bowman 
at Nashville, Blaney wrecked out. SVG at Chicago, wrecked out. Uh, Jones at Atlanta, Logano just couldn't stay up front. Uh, Bell at New Hampshire, that was just kind of a gimme over Amarola. Amarola was beating him. Actually, Amarola was beating him, and I think Amarola wrecked, didn't he? Lost yeah, he had a loose tire. Loose, loose tire. Um, Byron at Pocono over McDowell. Um, I think that one, I don't think McDowell had any issues at Pocono, other than just not yeah, running just, good. The, well, no, not even that. It was just, he was on that off, he was on the one stop instead of the two stop. Oh, yeah. Because they were trying strategy, and that trapped him a lot down. And then I had Truex over Gibbs at Rick, and Gibbs just could not didn't have a car. So let's hope Bush, um, for your sake, cannot hurt his car. And let's hope for my yeah. sake that Kevin Harvick makes it a seventh win at Michigan. Because the one thing that I don't have this season is a pick that was a race winner. I have two. That should count for something. You have three. I have three? That should count for something. <laughs> yeah, you have you have uh, Reddick at Coda, Truex at Dover, and then Byron at Darwin. Mm-hmm. So put your money on Vegas. But we will be back. No, I'm on, on a seven-week losing streak. <laughs> putting any money on anything. <laughs> yeah, you better not make any bets. You're going to lose. No. <laughs> right now. But we are back on a regular schedule now. Um, hopefully... This won't change now through the end of the regular season, get down to crunch time, as well as we go into the playoffs. So be on the lookout every every Wednesday to Thursday. We will be uploading. So, and we'll talk to you guys after Michigan next week. Thank you for listening to Gas is on the Right podcast with Daniel and Allen. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias on Twitter at gas underscore right, Instagram and TikTok at gas is on the right podcast. Be sure to tune in next week. And remember, the gas is on the right.